Well, good morning, good morning, good morning, and welcome to the Q Church. Welcome to the Q. Good morning, welcome to the Q, better known as simply Queen City Biking Church. We are glad to be standing before you. I'm Pastor Eric. We love you. We love you. We love you. If you're out there this weekend, continue to be safe on those motorcycles. It's raining in the southeast. Be safe in your cars. Uh, there's puddles. There's water. There's standing water. There's all that. If you're in the area where it's freezing, just be safe out there today. Slow down. Don't be in too big of a hurry to get home because home is going to be there when you get there. What you don't want is bad news to arrive at your home before you get there. So always get there to meet and greet the family that loves you and is waiting on you to come back. Man, our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, this morning we thank you for waking us up to serve you. Thank you for believing in us and, and for believing in us to continually to grow your kingdom, to grow your number in churches, to grow your word in faith, to grow your teaching about the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, about the Holy Spirit, about the Father. Continually to grow us as a people, continue to grow us as a church, continue to grow me as a pastor, continue to always lead us in the direction of the kingdom, for the kingdom is the only place that we desire to be, desire to go. And for this, Jesus Christ want to say, man, amen, amen. Well, good morning. Once again, I say good morning a thousand times because when God wakes you up, it should be a good morning. You should be excited. You should be motivated. You should be laughing. You should be having a good time. You should be clowning. You should be doing all that stuff. But you know you. So you just be happy. So listen, if God lays it on your heart, we're going get to get into this in a minute. Please support Queen City Bike Church. Go to, uh, first of all, we are a legal, legal. So I'm not one of them who's promoting we nonprofit and we really not just sort of sound good. We are a legal nonprofit, 501c3 uh, church. You can go to our cash app, Queen, QC, capital letters, QCBC, CLT, and support us. You can also, also, also please continually to listen to the podcast or continue to support the YouTube page, continually to support Motorcycle Entertainment Television, continue to get your calendars ready, get your 50 cents ready, your nickels and dimes and pennies ready because the first weekend in August, Columbia, South Carolina has already, and North Carolina, pretty much the Carolinas, just like the Carolina Panther. The two states have came together and declared the first weekend of August Rare Breed Palmetto Flock Day or weekend. I think that's how they label it. The two states, Carolinas, so better known as the Carolinas, North Carolina, South Carolina, the two governors, I know I'm just adding on to it, but it sounds good, have came together and declared the first weekend in August to be Palmetto Flock Rare Breed Weekend. It's a national celebration that weekend, and they want everybody in the state to come to Columbia to flock with the Palmetto Flock birds. But listen, we got some exciting, awesome, great news. And this news is possible because of you guys. The news that we finna talk about is, is only possible because you guys, the motorcycle community, the biker community, the social club community, continually, even when I get down and weak, even when I have wanted to quit and thought about quitting and, 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 and knew that I was going to quit, you guys keep stepping up to the plate for the Q Church, and we are on the move. You notice the last... What is it, maybe eight months, six months, I don't know. But well, since summertime, we've been we've been in the living room. You know, we went through coronavirus. We wasn't at the church. We kind of went back to the church. Things were still up and down, up and down with our subleasing. And of course, boom, we ended up every Sunday in the living room. Well, not next weekend, but I think January the 21st, 22nd. Uh, we will be on the move in our new location. 
the queue is moving on the move in our new location. For those of you who are in Charlotte, North Carolina, it's going to be 4630 Tucky CG Road. For, I'm going to be posting this all over the place. I'm just announcing it now. 4630 Tucky CG Road. You're going to be able to find us. You ain't going to be able to miss us. You know, we're going to be fixing it up as we go. We got some great ideas to continually involve the biker community. We got some great ideas where we want to have. We want to pick Sundays out of the year because there's been some people that have supported the church that, you know, God has called them home. And we want to give, we want to continually remember them through the queue. So we're definitely going to be reaching out and working with those clubs to continually bring something and identification because we want to continue to support and believe the families that allowed their loved ones to support the queue. So listen, January the 22nd, we're going to be posting it. We're going to be showing the address. You know, we, 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 So it's like a rebirth, a regrowth. You guys, once again, you guys, has allowed Queen City Biker Church to have a home. Not this home, a real home. And like I say, it's, you know, we're gonna go in, you know, it needs some work. They already told us that. So it's gonna be a while before we get it together, but it's in awesome enough shape for us to move into it. Now we just got to make it look like the queue. And they've said we can do that. But in ordinary for us to make it look like the queue, we wanna make it look like it's your church. Whether you watch us online or whether you watch us in person, if you don't watch us at all, we want to, and we are, let me, let me not say that, we are going to involve the clubs in the new growth, the new birth of the Q Church because you guys literally, literally has made this possible. And I'm going to say the club because I know I can. Thank you, Road Woods. Uh, Charlotte chapter for what you are doing for Queen City Biker Church. You are blessing us in ways that we cannot understand. So thank you a thousand times. Listen, today, wow, this is a subject that some, about two years ago when we had our men's conference, I did like a, a four-week uh, series. And I was really doing those four weeks to build up to our men's conference. So they led into the men's conference. And in that came what we now call a straight talk with the Q that we do on Wednesday morning. Sometimes we do it on Thursdays. Uh, the straight talk to the Q. Once we get into our building, it's gonna become, it's gonna go back to just being a simple podcast. Because all this stuff that, that that's lighting up my living room, going to the church. <laughs> we getting all this out of our living room. All this going to the church. I'm going back to my podcast so the podcast will get back on track. But a couple of years ago, a guy called me. We talking. We chit-chatting. We chopping it up. He, he, he listened to the whole series, and he says to me, out of all the things you talked about, they was great. I enjoyed it. But you didn't talk about a real issue uh, in our community. And I said, what is that? I said, because I wasn't really trying to be a downer. I was just trying to talk about things to uplift our community, not based off of the, the, the community as a bike code, but the community towards the men in our community to get them to come out to the men's conference. He said, yes, and you still miss something. And I said, well, what do I miss? He said, betrayal. And I thought, okay, well, okay, cool. You know, and I didn't really think much about it. And, and the conversation, you know, we both, we trucking, and the conversation kept going on and on and on and on. And I'm thinking about, okay, betrayal, betrayal. Because what a lot of y'all need to understand, when I do the straight talk with the Q, I, I get ideas, whether they're from you or me, mostly from you. And what I have to do is I have to positively make sure I can bag that up biblically. Because I, I, I open up saying it's the Bible meets the bike world, the bike world meets the Bible. So if I can't, and I don't just use a verse to make up the verse to say what I have to say. I have to personally find that in the Bible. And, and it's, you know, I have a college degree. 
So, you know, I kind of learned some things. Even though I'm probably the dumbest person some of y'all ever meet, I learned one thing. You know, I ain't learned much. Because, you know, I don't, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm Delexa. I'm an ADD, HD, AHD, AD. I'm all that crazy stuff that the doctors say I am. I'm only claiming it because I know it's real, but I use it as a testimony to say just because you have that issue or the same issues you can grow out of, you just have to work with your doctors to control it. And I don't know what that looks like for you. You know, off camera, I can tell you what I do. But in, 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 in telling me this, and me and this guy is talking, so when I say that, I say when you listen to or you look at, but now I'm going to say listen to, because uh, when we come back from the proc, that's what we're going to be doing. We're going to be on, we'll be back on the podcast. I make sure, just like last week, a prime example. Last week I did a sermon, and it was the New Year's sermon. It was our uh, watch day service, opening up the New Year's service. And I entitled it, Rare Breed, We Coming. Now, we all know that there's a club called Rare Breed, but the sermon was really based off of Rare Breed in the Bible. It's just a coincidence that the greatest club out there is Rare Breed. <laughs> it just broke out. I was able to take the word rare, which is in the God's words translation multiple times, the word breed, which is in God's words uh, translation multiple times, the word wings, which is in God's words, translation multiple times, and the word the eagle, which is in God's words, translation multiple times, and tie that into my sermon. So now, let's dive into where we at now. Betrayal. Because this normally would have been a message that I would have taught on Wednesday, but I felt like this happens in everyday life. Because let's be, you know, it's okay. You know, let's go there because it honestly is, unfortunately. But this do absolutely, positively need to be talked about. Because it's been happening in our community for a long, long, extremely long time. And it's time for us simply to just grow up, be men and women, and love this lifestyle. We never going to get rid of betrayal. Don't ever think you're going to get rid of betrayal. It's going to always be there because we've talked about it. There's always somebody out there that's never going to tell you anything. They're only hanging around you so their careers can grow. That's bottom line. There's going to be jealousies and insecurities of you. So there's always, always going to be somebody stabbing you in the back. Somebody lying on you so that you can look belittled and they can look up high. It's going to be always somebody up in your face pretending to be your friend, giving you a hug, loving you, hanging around you, but every chance they get, they stabbing you in the back. They betraying you in the worst levels of his always. That's never going to stop. But as grown-ups, we can slow that down. Because if you're going to be a man about your business, you can stand up and discuss something. If you're going to be a man about who you are, you can go to that person, hey, man, I really love what you're doing. I've been hanging around you long enough, but I want to do this. I want to do that. I know you've been president for 25 years, but it's time for the club to go in a new direction. So I feel that's what you need to do. Grow up. Quit destroying friendships over ego. Quit destroying partnerships in businesses over ego. How many of y'all remember, and I'm going to say the word wrong, Emporium Drugs? The Emporium Drug Stores that was back in the 90s, in early 2000s, but I know that was around in the 90s. It was two guys out of Denver, Colorado that owned that. And these two guys was childhood friends, close friends. One of the friends was stealing money, embezzling money to start his own business. Instead of him going to his friend, his partner, he stole from him. He took from him. He took employees from him. Drug Emporium, and that's the original guy that owned the, what is it, Colorado's baseball team. The original guy that owned that was the guy that owned Drug Emporium. He turned around, had to sell the baseball team along with going bankruptcy all because of a friend. Now, I know a lot of y'all saying that ain't no friend. That's true. That's not a friend. 
Because I don't know this because I wasn't there. I was probably a, a little kid when all this happened. But I know the story. I'm almost sure the one guy would have helped his friend out behind the scenes with not having to be involved. Because he probably loves it. This is the thing about it. A lot of y'all are betraying people that will help you and never want you to mention their name because they know they're going to continue to be successful and they want you to be successful too. But you so, for the moment, people that betray you are not evil all the time. I need y'all to quit saying that. But Satan steps in for a moment. Satan corrupts pastors. He corrupts presidents. He corrupts CEOs. He corrupts parents. He corrupts kids. He corrupts friends. He corrupts aunties and uncles. He's there for a moment, and it's that moment that Satan shines. Now, once they get what they want, oh, yeah, they're going to turn right back around and be the best CEO you can find. But they done stole the company from you. Oh, yeah, they're going to turn around and be the best. I mean, think about it. I mean, it, look, we even watching it now. I don't know Michael Jordan. I don't know Scottie Pippen. But I do know we wouldn't know Scottie Pippen if it wasn't for Michael Jordan. If Scottie Pippen probably would have played on any other team, we wouldn't know him. We wouldn't probably know Steve Carr if Michael Jordan wouldn't have been there. So let's just be honest. The name Scottie Pittman is known because of the name of Michael Jordan. But all of a sudden, he's jealous and insecure of Michael Jordan's success. Let's be real. And we sometimes get caught up in that trap. In Luke 21 and 16, Luke 21 and 16, it says, even parents, brothers, relatives, and friends will portray you and some will kill you. Even parents, brothers, relatives, and friends will portray you and kill you. Now, the Bible is talking about kill. The Bible is talking about destroy. But we're not going to go there right now. Then Psalms 55 and 20, Psalms 55 and 20 says, my best friend has betrayed me. My best friend has betrayed me and his friends. He has broken his solemn promise. So now in, in Psalm 55 and 20, and Luke 21 and 16, it lets you know your parents, your brothers, your relatives, your friends, your best friends will betray you. Why? Because they want something that you have. They want to be in a place that you want to be. I say this a lot of times. I know what a lot of research says. But I say this. And I say this especially to men. Sometimes when a woman is approaching you because you married and now you finna start to have an affair with that lady, it's because she sees a great father in you. She sees a great man in you. She sees a great leader in you. She sees a great bond in you because of everything she's watching that you and your family over here do. And she, no, not, that's not unfortunate, but she's a single mother with kids and she watching how you conduct things with that family. So now she's coming to work with her hair a little bit down, a little bit more color in it. She's got shirts unbuttoned and skirts on. Your job in the office wear jeans and tennis shoes. All of a sudden, she's wearing flip-flops and skirts with a split-up with a button-down shirt, all to attract you because she feels like if I got him in my life, my son, my daughter would end up here. And so it's not about you that she's after. It's about where you are at. It's about the other woman. You just caught up in the middle. Even in this bike world, we're a biker church, so we got to go there. You've been the president. You've been the founder. You've done all of this. It's not about you that they betraying. It's about what you have built up. It's about the foundation that you done created. They done watch you take one chapter, turn it into five billion chapters. They done watch you go from five miles a year 
to 50,000 miles a year. They don't watch you win all kind of wars and do all kind of... So it's really not about you. It's about the persona of you that they got to stab in the back. Because see, what you have, they don't have. What you have, they did not have. What you have, they can't even imagine. But they hung around you enough or they watch. Especially now that social media, they've watched you enough to tell it when your name come up. They say negative things about you. When your name come up, they tell lies about you. When your name come up, they sniff up and turn up and look up a different way because your name is an earthquake to them and you tremble when they hear it. But because, now remember, what does Luke 21 to 16, Psalms 55 and 20 say? It's simply put them together. Let's simply roll them together. Let's simply add them longly. Even parents, brothers and relatives and best friends will betray you. Nobody is excluded from betraying you. Please understand that not a soul. If they want what you got, they're coming for you. We got a trick for that. And his name is Jesus. We got a trick for that. And his name is Jesus. Because as they betraying you, they don't see you know you being betrayed. And you just praying. Because see what happened is, why they talking negative about you, why they lying on you, why they telling people you this, you that, you this, you that, you already know it because even people in their camp coming back and telling you this. Even they secretary is coming back and telling you this. Even they uh, on the job, a coordinator, or supervisor is coming back and telling you what they saying about you. And the whole time they talking, you just smiling because it doesn't bother you because you know the name of Jesus. And as they trying to destroy you, you keep smiling and they don't understand why. Now, all of a sudden, after a little while, they got to continually watch you outgrow them in ways they could never grow. And they trying to figure out what's going on, especially in the bike world, because we used to call them pop-up clubs. They'll say, I done stole this club. I done took his sucker. They wasn't my friends nowhere. That's why they're hanging around you. They wasn't my friend. They wasn't even man enough or woman enough to be your friend. So don't feel bad because people hanging around you now hanging around another flunky. Be glad that them and the flunky gone because now you can multiply greater friends around you that you can push to greatness and they pulling you along with them or they pushing you to greatness and you pulling them along with them. See that egotistically person, he need yes people. He need handpicked people who going to push him. See, they was afraid of you. They betrayed you. They didn't like you because when you walked into a room, you commanded all the attention. Didn't have to say nothing. You walked in, you sat down, you was quiet, you had your water, your Sprite, and everybody spoke to you, but nobody even noticed it. That's what they was jealous of. So let them keep those friends that they left with. Be glad they gone because they was holding you back. You didn't see this at the moment, but you can see it now. They was in your way. You need them, what they call them, the three stooges gone. You need like the movie Dumb, Dumb, and Dumber gone. Because now God is finna work in you. He finna turn your whole vision around. And why they still have strategy meetings, you ain't having a meeting at all. They just seeing you multiply and grow. They just continually seeing the fruits fall off of you. Because in Matthew uh, 20 and 18, Matthew 20 and 18, it says, we are going to Jerusalem. There the son of man would be betrayed by the chief priest and the experts in Moses' teaching. They will condemn him to death. Matthew 20 and 18 said, we're going to Jerusalem. There the son of man will be betrayed to the chief priest and the experts in Moses' teaching. They will condemn him to death. You know what's remarkable about that verse? It's even our churches is being betrayed because they didn't go to the sinners to betray Jesus. 
They went to the saints. See, they didn't go to the people that you would have thought should have hated him more. They went to the preachers and the priests and the bishops and the archbishops. See, they went to the apostolic church to destroy him. They went to the Baptist church to destroy him. They went to the Presbyterian church to destroy him. They went to the Catholic church to destroy him. See, in other words, for them to betray Jesus, they had to go get some more people who at one time loved Jesus to bring Jesus down. See, they did not go to the people who was having a satanic worship. No, they went to church. Ain't that something? They went to, let's go to church to destroy Jesus. That's what Matthews 8, 20 and 18 said. They went to what? The chief priests and the experts in Moses' teaching. Those are the preachers. Most of y'all know the story about Jim Baker. He was torn from grace. He was ripped apart. But what a lot of people don't know, if you read the book, and you read the inside story, it wasn't about a woman. That woman was just a product of betrayal to help bring him down. You know why those preachers attacked Jim Baker? Have y'all ever heard of, what is it like, Daystar and TBN and all these here satellite, all day Christian shows, Christian networks? Well, guess what? You know who the inventor and the first person to ever do that? That's right, Jim and Tammy Baker. And a lot of these other preachers, they wanted a piece of the pie. But what they didn't understand was Jim Baker was still working on it himself. So he wasn't sharing his idea or bringing his idea to them. He was still building it up. But as he was building it up and now he's being seen all over the world and in different countries, these other preachers read the book that was around him. They start whispering. They start getting on the phone and calling each other because insecurities and jealousies started kicking in. In order to tear him down, they went after the one thing that they knew could bring him down, a gorgeous, sexy woman. Do the research. Find out who bought his satellite when he went to jail. Then you'll find out who corrupted him, who attacked him, who brought him down. Now, I'm not taking up for nobody. I'm just giving stirs because I read a little bit. Because you got to understand, it ain't the person over yonder that's going to betray you. It ain't the person over there that's going to betray you. It's that person right there to the right that's going to betray you. Oh, yes, that person closer. What did it say in Luke in 21 and Psalm 55 and 20? Even your parents, your brothers, relatives, friends, and best friends will betray you. See, it's the people right here. Because them the ones that get to watch you grow. Them the ones, we're seeing rappers. I mean, in the last 10 years, we're just watching rappers get plucked off, plucked off, plucked. And, and, and it apparently someone, Nipsey Hussle, we loved him. Uh, but Nipsey, but the, the person that killed him was in his clique with him. Look, Dolph, the people that killed him was part of his clique. Why? Because they wanted to be rappers. They wanted to be them. And when he wasn't getting them where they wanted to get to fast enough, they killed them. You got to understand something. The very, the very, the very, the very people that betrayed people was what? The only and number one people that you thought that he could trust the most. But boy, jealousy runs deep. Woo, jealousy runs deep. Woo, jealousy runs deep. One more time. I think I get, yeah, one more time. Jealousy runs deep. Luke. 22 and 48, Luke 22 and 48, it says, Jesus said to him, Judas, do you intend to betray the son of man with a kiss? And Luke 22 and 48, it says, Jesus said to him, so he knew what was going on. He knew what was happening. 
He saw the vision. The Holy Spirit was telling him what was happening. Jesus said to him in Luke 22 and 48, do you intend to betray the son of man with a kiss? In other words, his betrayer walked up to him and hugged him and kissed him. His betrayer shook his hand. His betrayer patted him on the back. Whatever your betrayer is doing, they doing it. See, because they got to always be close to you, to know it there, to attack you, to pretend to love you, to bring you down. They continually bringing you down, down, down. And they're going to take some flunkies with them. That's okay. Because I said this earlier. All they're doing is getting rid of dead weight around you. That's all. They doing you a favor. You left your job because somebody told lies on you about something that was done on the computer that you had no idea it was happening. Now you in another job making more than the supervisor that let you go and the person that told a lie on you. Better yet, the company you just went to just bought that company and now because you in a certain position, you got to tell them this company no longer needs you because we already got better people in this position. And now they're looking at you thinking, wait a minute, we fired you, we lied on you, now you telling us we got to go? Yes, because this company inquired your company and we no longer need your services. See how that worked out See how that worked out? See how that worked out? And let's talk about this here. In 2022, 2021, 2023, whatever year you want to talk about, a lot of y'all being traded over likes and views. <laughs> they only hate you because somebody liked they post and they view they post. And they only dislike you because somebody liked they post. Listen, a lot of y'all only popular because of the person that you just betrayed. A lot of y'all got friends requests because of who you was hanging around, but it went to your head. So because it went to, because this young lady is out here doing everything under the sun and even men sitting back saying, here's $5, here's $10 because I love what you're doing. Y'all want to attack her. See, a lot of us in today's world, especially our young kids, Especially our junior high and teenage kids. Social media is ripping them apart. Cyberbullying is real. Cyberbullying is the truth. Cyberbullying is evil. And a lot of them is being cyberbullied because of a like and a view. And unfortunately, it's ruining the bike community. A like and a view. It's the only reason they dislike you. The only reason they betraying you. And guess what? When they die and we have a funeral, ain't nobody showing up. But they did everything to destroy you over a like and a V. But listen, let's go there. Listen, let's talk about it. Listen, 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 listen. Because this is where Jesus is at. Now, I wasn't there. I love when I say that part because y'all know what's coming. I wasn't there, but it's almost like Jesus was saying to, to, to Judas, man, I trusted you. Man, I trained you. Man, I, I, I broke bread with you. Man, I rode with you. Man, I walked with you. Man, I trusted you to keep all our money. Man, I trusted you to make sure that we had food on our tables and we can get into a hotel. Man, I chose you. From where you was at, there was not you was nothing till I walked up to you and said, "Judas, follow me." Because you gotta remember when Jesus chose his disciples, he simply he simply just said, "Follow me." Think about this. Jesus also gave Judas the power to raise people from the dead. It's in the Bible. Jesus gave Judas. A lot of power. And Judas turned around and betrayed him over a little bit of silver, over a little bit of gold, over a little bit of bronze, uh, over a little bit of cotton. Because that's all the things that my money in today's world is made out of. All for what? Nothing. Nothing. They betraying you over a like and a view. But check this here out. They've been doing that show for 10 years and they still ain't got but three views. 
Only time people watch them is they interview me or they interview you. <laughs> you do their show because you love it. I mean, we see it all the time. They ride around the country, don't nobody notice. Over 100 people done done I-10 to the end. They doing it so they can be popular. Ain't nobody watching them go across the country. You go to McDonald's across the street from your house and 68 people watch you. Because I done done it. I'm trying to figure out where they going. I mean, they, then they get there and say, yeah, I just want to take a little short ride at McDonald's two miles from my house. I'm like, dude, really? You had me following. I done said that. But I love those two miles. Because it does not matter. Because see, this is where a lot of us at. Especially on jobs. A lot of y'all think, man, I just got a regular college degree. I just went to a small college. I just went to HBCU. There's nothing special about me. I get up every day. I come to work. I'm here on time. I work nine to five. I go home. I got a couple of bad kids. I got a laser husband, but I just do all that every day. There's nothing special about my life. I don't dress fancy. Matter of fact, all my clothes come from Walmart. I ain't got nothing designed, but everybody hates you. And you thinking, what are they jealous of me for? I'm plain Jane. I can't even afford to go to the hair salon. I have to color my hair myself, and every once in a while I wear a wig because it fall out. And you thinking, what is it about me they dislike? That smile, your character, your personality, the joy that you bring to other people. Oh, and by the way, the supervisor called you in the office and just promoted you. Why they trying to tear you down? And all of along, you thinking, I'm not even average. I done said this plenty. I'm not even average. I'm just an old-fashioned, dirty truck driver. Nothing special about me. I ain't doing nothing special. Some of y'all say, I'm just a teacher. There's six trillion teachers out here. Some of y'all thinking, I'm just a garbage man. I mean, that's all I do. I pick up other people's trash. But it's because of who you are that people will betray you because they see something in you that they can never find in themselves. And if they wouldn't have met you, nobody would know. Especially on social media, if they wouldn't have met you, nobody would know who they are. Not one person would know who they are. Not one person. You think they're going to call you and say thank you? No. You think they're going to give you your, your flowers while you're alive? No. You think they're going to tell people, oh, man, I watched this here guy or I watched this here girl and I love what they did and it motivated? No, they're not going to call your name out. Even without your permission, even with your permission. Because as long as they're getting likes and views themselves, they're coming after you. But now, as we come to a close, none of what we're talking about so far, and I almost open up with this. But I said, no, save it to the end. None of this, what we're talking about, is the great, big betrayal. Even Judas betraying Jesus, it's high, it's up there. But the greatest Betrayal of them all. And I know you holy rollers finna get mad. I don't care. I'm teaching this. The greatest betrayal of them all happened way before the Bible was wrote. Happened in the beginning. The Bible says when this person spoke, it sounded like music running through the heavens. The Bible said when this person spoke, the other angels would listen. Or should I say commentaries would say that this person had a great presence in the heavens. But then it happened. Jesus said, I saw you fall from heaven. The greatest betrayal ever was the devil. The greatest betrayal ever was Satan. The greatest betrayal ever was Lucifer. It was such a great betrayal and he had such a great control over his church 
and over just people. And so God said, I'm going to end this sin. I'm going to let you make a decision. You're either going to go over here and hang out with this preacher who don't care nothing about you, or you're going to find another church over here that's going to love on you. But God said, the choice I'm going to give you because the devil, Satan, and Lucifer is real. What I'm going to do is I'm going to let you make a choice. I'm going to let you decide where you want to go. Because he said, Jesus said, teach them what? About heaven and hell. Because there is a hell and there is a heaven. I don't care if you don't believe it at all. I'm teaching. God the Father gave us his only son to give us a choice. Because the greatest betrayer was Lucifer. Lucifer sat on the right hand throne of God. Lucifer was the highest ranking angel of them all. But once again, the Bible describes him as gorgeous. He spoke like hymns. In other words, he was a con artist. He was smooth. He can, as they say, can I get, can I get a little, little, little negative here? He can talk a girl's panties off. That's who Lucifer was. Now you see why so many churches is corrupt. They love God, but Satan waits on a moment. They love Jesus, but Satan waits on a moment. That's why they like their likes and views, because they love everything about the Holy Spirit, but they need that like and view more than they need Jesus. I can tell you how I can tell you that. You don't have a church for 20 years. Now all of a sudden you riding with the CMA. You don't forget about your whole church. Your whole church is, is getting around being a motorcycle ministry. Because God didn't give you what you wanted. But now your face is you the face of everything. And you're going to fall from grace. It's just a matter of time. See, Satan fell from grace. Lucifer fell from grace. The devil fell from grace. But check this out. I'm going to say this my way. God still loved him. Because not only did God create him, God still let him live. Not only did God maybe wasn't happy with him, I'm saying this my way. Not only was God really not happy with him, but God didn't eliminate him. Also, check this here out. Even in the New Testament, Satan showed up with Jesus. And what did he say to Jesus when he was over the cliff? Hey man, go on, jump down. Hey bro, go on and jump down. He said, because that's what Satan said. This is how the great con artist can take you out of your circle. And if you ain't strong enough, if you ain't embedded in God, you're going to go from following one great preacher to a crooked preacher. This is how this happened. Because Satan, Lucifer, the devil, he said to Jesus, you see all that? Yeah, all that down there? When you jump off the cliff because God going to save you, guess what? I give all that to you. <laughs> okay, the devil just told Jesus, I'm going to give all that to you if you jump. A lot of y'all just jumping off cliffs. Are y'all jumping off cliffs? Hey, thinking about no, 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 no bungee cord, no parachute. You jumping out of planes. You doing all that and God ain't gave you nothing. And Jesus said, wait a minute, time out. Whoop, 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 whoop. How you going to give me something that my father created? Did not my father create the heavens and the earth? Did not my father create the sun and the moon? Did not my father create the sea and the trees and the land and the out? See, see, sometimes you got, I mean, you, I, I'm laughing because you got to love Satan. Because a lot of y'all unfair for that moment. Because the greatest betrayal, the greatest betrayal, was when Lucifer got so jealous of God, it says a third of the angels fell with him. Which means he fell with a whole army, a whole battalion, a whole swamp. Look, it was a whole lot of angels up there making secret phone calls behind God's back. It was a whole lot of angels up there talking about God behind God's back. All because Lucifer was fe 
feeding them something negative about the person that created them. I'm saying this to say, stop caring about people that's trying to tell you that they can't do nothing to you unless you give them you. Let them talk about you. Let them say things about you. Keep on smiling. Why they talking about you? Why they beating you up? Because see, they, they jealous over the bike that you walk if they can't be. Post them miles. Post them hotels. Post them restaurants you going to. Post them monuments them you going to. Because all they doing is riding around local taking pictures of mirrors while you riding around taking pictures of statues. While they riding around locally trying to be pretty, you over yonder somewhere taking pictures of bears and, and, and lions. You all in the, the, the Grand Canyons and stuff. You in places we don't even know where you at. You come home just posting pictures. So let them talk about you. Because while you being great, they trying to figure out how to be great. God did you a favor. He got all them out your life. Move on. Stop being scared to move on. Stop being scared to move away from that job. Stop being scared to tell families I love you, but I got to go. I'm going to pray for you, but it's time for me to move on. Stop being scared to be you. Only you controls you. You might need some help to build you up. But a lot of times the help you need to build you up, you gave them the idea of how you wanted to be built. Go buy your own box of Legos. Start putting you together. Start clamping you together. Start building a wall around you that can't nobody tear down until you open the door and walk out. The greatest betrayal in the world was the devil, was Satan, was Lucifer. A third of the angels fell with him because he con artists them to not believe in God the Father. God the Father gave his only son and they hated him more. See, the one thing Satan didn't want to happen and the only way Satan was going to win was if Jesus didn't go to the cross. When Jesus went to the cross, even before he died, when Jesus was still on the cross, the prophecy was fulfilled. The Old Testament was already fulfilled. We ain't even getting to the later on about the raising from the dead, about the walking on earth and, and, and graves opening up and people walking. We ain't even got there yet. Just him going to the cross, the whole Old Testament was fulfilled. Every word of it. Every dot, sentence, every period, everything was fulfilled. And Satan has lost his mind ever since. Because the one thing he felt like he was good at was being a con artist. Because he felt if I can get a third of the angels to follow me, then I can get the son of God, the son of man to follow me. But since he couldn't get Jesus himself, he got Judas. And Judas did it. And Judas fell for it. I need y'all to hear this. God loves you. Jesus loves you. The Holy Spirit wants to guide you. And Pastor Eric, I love you. I want to love on you. I want to teach you the word of God in such a profound way that earthquakes shake when you walk. But you got to make that decision and choice yourself. You own your own yourself. Stop letting people tell other people that you ain't great. We all know the story. Michael Jordan got cut from basketball. But the very people that cut him buying his tennis shoes. The very people, the very uh, teachers that didn't like Eddie Murphy because he was the class clown is the very teacher that's going to the movies to watch his movie. See how that works? See, the very people that's tearing you down then watch your organization go from six people to 600 people. But they still trying to tear you down acting like you didn't build this up. 
See, the very people that's trying to tear you down can't buy a ground pound of the year award. You don't want 20 of them. See what I'm saying? Stop caring about people because they betray you. Betrayal is going to be on this earth till God calls this earth back to him. What did it say in Psalms 55 and 20 and Luke 21 and 16? Even your parents, your brothers, your relatives, your friends, your best friends is going to betray you. They're going to be a broken promise to you. So be cool with that. That's going to hurt. You're going to cry. But guess what? You're going to cry to some new friends walk through the door. Because that old club that didn't want you, this new club going to love on you. See, these people are still talking about you. Or you was at the party last night. I don't know what party you was at. You was dancing. You was smiling. You was having a good time. And somebody walked around with a video camera. And all of a sudden they showed a picture of you. And they walked around and they showed a picture of you. And they showed a picture of you. And, 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 and you all in Arkansas or Texas or California. I don't know where you at. And you just having a good time. And the person ain't even really showing you. You just happen to be in the midst of where their camera is going. And you just have, you just smile. You dancing by yourself. Got your corona. You just having a good time. And you know what they're going to say? How did it get there? I mean, they from Florida. Ain't this part of this weekend in Colorado? How did they get there? I mean, they live in Texas. But they had a party in North Carolina. How did they get there? They from North Carolina, and they in a party in Atlanta? How they get there? Because they done told everybody you ain't around. They done told everybody you ain't going to amount to nothing. And then when you get home, they going to come, they going to call you, boy, girl, whatever. How you get to that party? Oh, I, I finally just stepped up in my game, and I rode. What? Who you ride with? I just rode by myself. I wanted to get over that fear of riding. You rode by yourself? Yeah, I just... Got, you, see, you being so modest, they don't even get you, you crushing their joy. Yeah, I just said it's time for me to start doing me, child. God had my back. I called Pastor Eat. He just prayed for me on the road. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You know, and they like, oh. Stop letting people hold you down. Man, our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, I thank you for giving us this word today. Thank you for giving us this message. God, as we get on the road with ourselves next week, continue to be with all of those that's going to be traveling to New Orleans, all those that's traveling to, uh, to different parts of the country to go and celebrate whatever they're going to celebrate. Be with everyone that's on the road. This be with all the truck drivers, God, especially the ones that's trucking today because it's raining in the southeast. Allow them uh, to increase their following distance to just pay attention to the road. And God, as we just come back and we stand before you uh, on the 22nd in our new location, man, allow us to just be ready to just grow and be ready to receive whatever you have in store for us. And for this Jesus Christ, we want to say amen, amen, and amen.